Welcome to Frequency Matters, the RF and Microwave Update Series. I'm Pat Handel, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric Heim. In this episode, we're going to continue our coverage of the February satellite and radio communications issue. As a reminder, the cover story is written by authors from Olin College and led by one of our editorial review board members, Whitney Lohmeyer. It's a review of the current broadband satellite communications market, and so it covers uh, studies they've made with some great data on the market size and various constellations that are being deployed. So Eric, what do we have for uh, product features, fabs and labs, and time travel? Thanks, Pat. Uh, in this issue, we highlighted a new handheld spectrum analyzer from Anritsu. Uh, they've expanded their Fieldmaster family. In this product, the MS2070A, uh, this analyzer operates to three gigahertz, and they've positioned it as a rugged, high-performance piece of equipment at an economical price. Uh, and in our recurring Fabs and Labs feature, we spotlighted European Engineering and Consultancy Limited, EECL. And uh, the company is located just south of London and provides fast, flexible, cost-effective RF and electronic design, test, and manufacturing services. And they specialize in the satellite and aerospace applications. And uh, despite being a relatively young company, EECL has already been involved in several large and complex projects. Uh, and finally, in our time travel feature, we take a look at some of the people who have participated in the development of our industry. And in this particular segment, we focused on Hedy Lamar and George, Johan, Carl, and Theo. Now, movie buffs may recognize Hedy from movies in the 30s uh, to the 50s, uh, and George was a composer during that era, but you may not be aware that these two collaborated on a patent uh, that was the ancestor of spread spectrum technology. Uh, so that's a fascinating look at their backgrounds and how the paths of those two people crossed. Yeah, that was a great profile. And so for uh, tech briefs, we had a network-capable millimeter wave spectrum analyzer operating to 43.5 gigahertz and it has a dynamic range of 110 dB, and that's from SignalHound. And then we also had a 3.5-watt V-band GAN amplifier mimic with an average PAE of 23% and average linear gain of 24 dB from Nextbeam. So uh, turning to the news, uh, there's a lot of 5G news going on with Mobile World Congress Barcelona coming up, so I wanted to cover a few of those. Uh, ZTE Corporation, in partnership with China Mobile and Qualcomm, successfully completed a 5G subband full duplex verification and compatibility test in Xeon Joint Innovation Lab, and they achieved the industry's first subband full duplex genome B with higher uplink throughput of over 1.47 gigabits per second, and it also had lower end-to-end -end latency of 3.9 milliseconds, and that was simultaneously in the TDE band with 100 megahertz system bandwidth. That was a big achievement. And a similar achievement, uh, Keysight Technologies announced that they have a new solution based on 5G Network Emulation Solutions platform, a streamlined network emulator that's specifically designed for protocol, RF, and functional testing of all the cellular IoT technologies. And this includes RedCap, which is new. The 5G RedCap specification introduces support for wireless devices kind of with reduced capabilities. And these devices are less complex, consume less power, and allows for the uh, new cellular IoT cases to really broaden out and reduce power and cost. So industrial centers and wearables and smartwatches, things like that. So these are both be hot topics there, and we'll cover a little more in events. But Eric, what did you see in the news? 
Yeah, it's been a good month uh, for news. Del Oro Group reported that the microwave transmission equipment market backhaul uh, grew to reach $3 billion last year, and that growth was driven entirely by mobile backhaul, uh, with EBAN radio shipments leading the way. Uh, Nokia, NTT, Docomo, and NTT announced that they implemented AI and machine learning into a 6G radio air interface, uh, effectively giving 6G radios the ability to learn. And I'll uh, put my A&D hat on for a moment. The U.S. Navy awarded Lockheed Martin a contract that could be worth more than $2 billion to integrate a hypersonic boost glide weapon system onto Zumwalt-class guided missile destroyers. And uh, aside from the contract value, this is important because arguably the U.S. is trailing China and Russia in hypersonic capabilities and development. Uh, so this will help change that perception. Yeah, I feel like we've made a lot of progress recently after seeing them test and uh, deploy them. So we're really catching up quickly. So uh, turning to events, I'll be heading out to Mobile World Congress Barcelona actually tomorrow after this was shot. Um, I expect to see how companies are furthering 5G advanced and 6G technologies. We just published a podcast answering questions about 6G with Sarah LaSelva from Keysight. Uh, so you can check that out at podcast.microjournal.com. And so I also saw that Sivers Semiconductors announced that they're collaborating with Intel and YSIG Network to launch the first 5G millimeter wave FR2 standalone customer premises solution. The companies are jointly developing the first fully standalone 5G millimeter wave FR2 solution for CPE, and which can be utilized in integrated backhaul terminal and the sub-6 gigahertz 5G radio access networks. And then also Rodian Schwartz is working with NVIDIA, and they're taking a step forward in simulations to implementing AI and machine learning and future 6G technology. And they present the first hardware in the loop demonstration of a neural receiver, showing the achievable performance games that they can use with machine learning models compared to traditional signal processing. So I'll be checking all that out at Mobile World Congress. How about you for events, Eric? Well, on uh, March 22nd, we'll be hosting a panel entitled Will flat panel beam steering arrays meet the SATCOM challenges? Uh, and that'll be just after the satellite show in Washington, D.C. So we're anticipating a good turnout for that and uh, still plenty of time to register. Uh, our April panels include who has the highest power GAN power amplifiers and balancing performance and swap C in next generation high dynamic range digitizers in aerospace and defense. And that'll be with uh, ADI and BAE as experts. Uh, and as a reminder, IMS 2023 has open registration. So please go to ims-ieee.org to sign up and uh, make your travel plans for that event in San Diego. And that wraps up this episode. Our sponsor is RFMW, a pure play technical distributor of RF and microwave products. Uh, remember that as a member of the industry, a subscription to Microwave Journal is free so please visit our site and subscribe today if you're not already a reader. And uh, thanks for watching, and please join us next time for another Frequency Matters.